I'm Jess. And depending who you talk to, I'm the social media manager or the digital marketing specialist. And this is the show to show you how to make your own podcast. This is the show to show you how to make your own podcast. <laughs> Honestly, guys, I don't even have a joke here. What is RSS? Roasted spinach stew? That doesn't even sound good. What does it stand for? How do I get my amazing, hilarious, thought-provoking podcast out into the world and into your ears? This is actually just talking right now. I know sometimes I goof and I lie to you guys and I say that I don't know about certain elements of podcasting, but I literally have no idea what an RSS feed is. I was in the marketing meeting last week and I was talking to the rest of the Gen Z media team where I was like, yeah, and then I'm going to do an episode about RSS feeds. And the whole team said, can't wait to listen to that episode because I don't know what an RSS feed is. So I have a friend named Jeff. Uh, We're actually from the same county in New Jersey, which is super random, who apparently coded his own feed. So I hope he can tell me what's up. Jess? Hey, Jeff! Hey, is this about season two of Magmel? I promise I'm working on it. I'll okay, call yeah, you no, 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 no. Okay, okay. Sh- shameless plug. Jeff is a writer for some other awesome audio dramas, and I've lent my voice to some of them. So, Return Home, Magmel, Lighthouse, Raised by Wolves. Uh, they're kind of rated R for adults. So, like, if you're a young person listening, like, maybe, like, wait a few years. So, <laughs> who Who are you talking to? The Gen Z media audience. Oh, well, how do you do, fellow kids? Well, th- there's teachers and parents and middle grade there's really it's really just all ages oh sorry well uh what's up everybody was that better yeah sure okay so jeff i don't know what an rss feed is don't you have people at your company who like do that for you (laughs) yeah sure but my listeners might not have like a company that they're a part of it might just be them inside their house you know so would you mind like telling me what it is sure so like the basic simple answer is that it's a way for a device to physically see your podcast and let you play it. That's like the simplest explanation. Okay. The more complicated explanation is that it's a series of like very particular XML coding that talks to wherever your podcast is located, also talks to whatever the service it's going through, that eventually talks to whatever device you're listening to the podcast on, and it (laughs) makes it go from point A to point B to point C, and then essentially into your ears. It's magical. That's the best way to explain it. It's just magic. (laughs) It's just magic. Sure. Okay. Does it stand for anything? It does. It it stands for, and this is going to sound like a joke. It's not a joke. It stands for really simple syndication. No, Um, it does not. It does. It had a very complicated name like years ago and everybody hated it. It was like RDF something, something. I don't know. But really simple syndication is what it actually stands for now. And it just makes a lot more sense that way. What is syndication? Do you know what that is? So that's essentially like, it's kind of like TV. Like when a TV show's in syndication, that means it's widely available. And like you could watch it every night at 7 p.m., that kind of thing. So when a podcast is in syndication, it just means, or whatever's in syndication, it just means it's out there in the world for for people to listen to. So like, why why is it the way that it is? Why does podcasting have to go through this code? Because let's say, for example, you're listening to a song or something on Spotify or Mm -hmm. Apple. That song is physically located essentially kind of on their servers somewhere where like they have access to a master file and you're listening to it. Whereas when it comes to podcasting, none of those services are actually like 
hosting the physical file of the podcast. Okay. Essentially, you're doing it yourself or like some other service is doing it. So you have to point the original service to whatever service is hosting your podcast. That way they can pull it from there. So there's this place where I put my podcast episode and then the code is what I use to tell Spotify, hey, this is where the file is. This is how my listeners get to it. Yes, that's that's the simplest way to explain it. Yes. Cool. Okay. So how do I and my listeners get their podcasts out into the world? The easiest way to go about doing that is to uh, employ some kind of service to do all that legwork for you. Okay. There's a lot of podcast hosting services where like, you can upload the file, the finished file, you type in the description, the title, and boom, you're done. They do all that for you. Or you can be a lunatic like myself <laughs> and be a total control freak and do all of that on your own and do all the hard coding of the XML file yourself because, you know, you don't have enough to do in your day. <laughs> so you did that? Why did you do that? Yes. Uh, well, like I said, I am a lunatic. Um, I, honestly, I was cheap. When I first started podcasting, I was very, very cheap and I didn't have the money to uh, purchase a service. And I uh -huh. already had web space of my own. So I just figured, this seems easy enough. I, I created websites in, in high school and college. Why can't I just code it myself? And then I started coding it myself, and I regretted that decision. But <laughs> I was so far into it that I couldn't help myself. So I started a – I got a template for how to XML code from scratch. And oh I started – filling in the blanks and you know by the second year i was doing it it was pretty like second nature <laughs> oh god but it's it's a lot of a lot of coding and if you don't have a background in coding it can be a little intimidating but uh i actually feel like you have much more control over how your podcast is presented when you do uh -huh. it yourself so that's why i prefer to do it that way i guess that makes sense yeah because the services will kind of do it themselves so uh, honestly though so many of my listeners like are of middle grade age and they're learning coding a lot more than we were learning coding you know like it's actually oh, more normal so for them to like know java and html and stuff like that but i don't i don't know anything about it <laughs> so so wait so <laughs> we these, missed out i feel <laughs> we really did our computer classes were like learn to type <laughs> yeah. I, I still don't know where like the q and the h and the j are on the keyboard but like <laughs> that class clearly did not stick with me right right so wait, so when let's just say they didn't want to they didn't want to code, would they like literally Google like podcast hosting RSS, create yeah, I mean, a podcast yes, RSS uh, feed? Oh, RSS.com, I guess. If you're going to have someone else do it for you, you could yeah. just Google like podcast hosting services. Uh -huh. And then like there's a thousand that pop up. I think the most popular is Libsynth still. Okay. Don't but know there's what that also is. like, <laughs> yep, I don't know either because I never used it. Okay. Uh, but there's like hundreds of them that will do that, uh, all that back end oh. work for you. And some of them are fairly inexpensive too, which works out nicely nowadays. Oh, cool. Libsyn, I see it has like analytics and stuff too. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yes. The, one of the upsides of, of using a service is that you have uh, instant access to all of those statistics so you can see how many people have listened to your podcast, where they're listening from, even down to like what kind of device they're listening from. So that's definitely a convenience factor for, for that as well. Okay, sick. Sweet. Okay, honestly, my friends listening, I didn't write down homework because I didn't know, like it's almost like I'm a chemistry teacher who doesn't know anything about chemistry being like, oh yeah, this is what I'm going to assign for chemistry homework. Okay, but I think what I'm going to do for you guys, okay, homework is 
Googling and comparing podcast hosting, website services, etc. Figure out your budget if you want to do that. I saw that Libsyn has two months free and it looks pretty reasonable, but do your own research, make a pros and cons list. And or if you know coding or are into coding, maybe consider doing what Jeff did or maybe don't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He didn't really pitch it very well. (laughs) Anyway. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much, Jeff. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. Podcast Title Pending is a production of Gen Z Media. If you're an educator using podcasts in your classroom, visit us at gzmclassroom.com for materials, lesson plans, or to request a visit from a GZM creator. For more great family audio, go to gzmshows.com and follow us on social media at Gen Z Shows. Be sure to follow Podcast Title Pending wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss any new episodes. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today. Shh, it's starting. GZM Shows. Imagination Amplified.